0: Uh, Welcome back, (laughs) hopefully uh, you received the very brief kind of mini-episode yesterday, Uh, so it's going to be a normal episode, but first and foremost, uh, if you are managing to listen to this before 1pm on Saturday for US Central Time, I'm doing a live stream over on the Facebook page for the podcast, so you can go check that out if you want to listen to Kind of a version of my uh, bagpipers and the Northwest Company music program. This is the weekend that we would generally all be getting together to talk about the fur trade, wear funny clothes, and just bask in friendship and Lake Superior. And because of coronavirus, we're not doing that. And I don't know, just seemed like a good thing to do. But you can go over there, check it out on Facebook. I'll archive it uh, afterwards if you... Read, listen too late for a little bit anyway. I don't know, might take it down. I'm gonna try to record it. If it, uh, if the audio works okay, I might release it as an episode here, but we will figure that out afterwards. Um, but the best, best to hear it is just to watch it live because who knows what'll, what the audio quality might not work. My zoom might cut out, that kind of thing. Anyway, so for this episode, we have got, um, finally, we've got a duet, uh, so I've been kind of eager to have this for a couple months, but uh, O'Farrell, and O'Farrell's collection, he has a bunch of duets, so we're going to finally get uh, one of those duets recorded. So we have, uh, that means we have guest musician and musicians technically. So um, yeah, probably saw from the title, we've got Ryan Benke, who's a wonderful Ellen Piper from um, the Twin Cities that, in Minnesota that has spent a fair amount of time in Ennis and and Claire kind of studying ill and piping, um, performance and that sort of thing. Uh, I was hoping at some point to have him on with the conversation, but, uh, just running out of time to do that this week, but we've got our first duet. So we're hoping to have a couple more of these, but our first one is going to be Love and a Pipe. It's awesome. Um, the first tune actually was also an O'Farrell tune. So it was Humors of Ardmore, which is just an awesome tune. Uh, I was sort of scrambling at the last minute, but well, yesterday I decided you know, I should do a live stream thing during the weekend of the powwow. That'll be good. Uh, Which meant that, like, all of a sudden that's all I'm worried about. So I didn't have a lot of time to um, plan what was all going to be on this uh, episode and work it up much. So thankfully, we've got that Love and a Pipe duet. Um, And then I was just looking through Feral and stumbled on Humors of Ardmore. It doesn't seem like it's, I I don't know, it, it doesn't show up on Tune Archive as like having a bunch of other titles, but it's an awesome tune. I really like it i um, hoping it'll stick around in my repertoire. Uh, anyway, so we've got Love and a Pipe Duet from O'Farrell and Humors of Ardmore. Uh, and then we're going to have some tracks from Ryan's uh, group or band called Unwelcome Visitors. So that's the name of the band. And the track they are going to play is uh, three tunes, Young, Tom Ennis, Jimmy Neary's, and then The White Petticoat. Uh, I just absolutely fell in love with The White Petticoat. and. Uh, learned it a while back and still really enjoy playing it thanks to uh, this album so thought I would pass that along uh, and then I'm going to do a little bit of a look into a Scottish tune called Highland Harry Back again and so we're going to hear Donald McDonald's version predictably uh, and then Angus Mackay's version which are wildly different again um, published about 20 years or so apart uh, Angus MacKay plays it pretty round, uh, and Donald MacDonald plays it as a stress bay, so it's kind of interesting to look at that. Uh, And the tune, although the published versions on bagpipes I'm showing are from the 1820s and 40s, um, it's got much older uh, roots, in the 1760s at least, and Robert Burns used it as a poem, or kind of used the melody for his song, My Harry Wasn't Gallant Gay. And in the Scots Musical Museum, Burns cites the melody as being a Highland lament, or the Highland Lament is the name of the tune, Highlander's Lament, uh, is the name of the melody. So a much older melody, uh, at least back into the 1760s, uh, where it shows up in some fiddle collections. Yeah, uh, so much older than that, probably, but it's a cool tune, so we'll hear Donald MacDonald's setting, Angus Mackay's setting, and, uh, I'll have Robert Burns' take on it there, too. Anyway, uh, without further ado, let's get to that Love in a Pipe duet. This is so cool, um, yeah, if you listen to it on Instagram already, uh, I mean, I don't know who listens to, pop- I mean, maybe people skip through this stuff, I don't know, but uh, I, I figured out how to maybe balance the sound a little bit better. So we posted it on Instagram uh, last week, earlier this week, um, but since then I've, I've done some sound level <laughs> management, so I think it's a much better uh, take now. So here you can hear Ryan Benke and myself playing Love and a Pipe. Uh, unfortunately i recorded my half of it a long time ago when i was recording outside still so there's quite a bit of kind of ambient dull roar uh, recorded on my my track but uh anyway thanks again ryan hope you guys like it y'all like it <laughs> stinking good i can't wait to be in the same room again with uh with the piper with ryan and and kind of monkey around with that stuff some more but uh for now it's working okay to record it and send it back to one or send it back and forth to one another it was so funny what a technological pain in the butt it was to do that uh i think i had like first he recorded it 'cause I had looked at it and I couldn't really figure out the melody just by looking at it. And O'Farrell's got so many tunes that basically if I look at them and it doesn't immediately like grab me, I just move on. But I really like the title, you know, Loving a Pipe. I don't know. Um like the title, so I wanted to work on it and I you know, Ryan had said, Oh man, O'Farrell's got these duets and I was like, Yeah, that'd be kinda of fun to do and so he sent me some that he just kind of played through on whistle on, on pipes. And I was like, Oh, you figured out loving a pipe. Let's do it. Uh, but anyway, I had to like download the sound file he sent me and then upload it to my iTunes account so I could load it into some ancient, ancient iPod. So I could plug that into my ear so I could play along with it. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fun little tour of all the random antiquated tech that you accumulate, um, in the last 20 years. I have i have an absurd amount of ipods at this point um from various ones breaking or from kind of family members deciding they don't use them anymore and me taking them when they move like uh it's absurd for a while i was really into those little ipod nanos uh and when i had a pretty well-paying job and wanted to like spread cheer and those things were so cheap i had thought about buying a pile of them and just putting like audiobooks that i liked on them and giving them away to people like hey check this book out um, but I was never actually that wealthy, so I didn't follow through with it. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I remember, yeah, before, for the longest time I didn't have a smartphone, so I just had iPods. Uh, yeah, anyway. All that is to say that uh, it was kind of a pain to make that duet happen, but I'm really glad we did it, and I hope we do some more of them. So thank you, Ryan, and thanks everybody for listening. And along those same lines, let's listen to... Kind of a track from Unwelcome Visitors. Like I said, this uh I mean there's there's a lot of good tracks in the album, but White Petticoat, this is my first exposure to White Petticoat. It's it's a tune that's been around. Uh, but it was very new to me and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I remember uh emailing or texting Ryan be like, What is that tune at the end of that? I just love that, that white petticoat. And he's like, yeah, I don't even remember how to play it anymore. (laughs) Like, just sort of funny how tunes come and go from your head. Uh, Anyway, so here is this set or this track from Unwelcome Visitors. Uh, The tunes are Young Tom Ennis, Jimmy Neary's, and then finishing up with my favorite, The White Petticoat. Cheers, and thanks, y'all, for being on the show. So that's awesome. I kind of feel stupid after uh, I've been so fixated on white petticoat. I didn't realize how much that young Tomlinis tune at the beginning just rocks. Anyway, excellent piping and, and playing. Thanks again. Uh, all right, so let's move gears onto Highland piping. I guess maybe the smartest way to do this would be to start with Burns. That's the oldest one. Anyway, so um, we'll just do. I just played through the melody on on whistle. The I'll, I'll try to find a link to the Scots Musical Museum so you can read the lyrics if you like. Um, it's it's a good tune, it's a good song. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so dismissive. I it's weird. Like here we are, new episode, and once again I'm talking about a whole new tune collection. But uh, I've kind of said from a while back that at some point we're just going to have to have a whole podcast discussing Robert Burns as a source. Um, but Burns Burns is interesting. I just keep on coming across. To, um songs that are attributed to him in much older sources and I've kind of known that for a while that what burns did is like all good folk musicians is you know take older songs and put new lyrics on them uh but because he was kind of cataloging and doing all this work all these songs are attributed to burns uh like um yeah what was a big one Par- such a partial rogues in the nation like I found that in a setting long before Burns ever wrote a song to it, uh, I think. So I'm curious how that works out. And this Highland Harry uh, Back Again tune is sort of the same thing. So it's also known as Blue Bonnet or Highlanders' Farewell to Ireland um, and that sort of thing. According to Tune Archive, or traditional Tune Archive, its oldest, um, kind of the older place it shows up is in Neil Stewart's Reels in 1762. And then this uh, David Young gillespie manuscript of perth in 1768 um, and there it's called highlanders farewell to ireland uh, and then in even in burns i can't i've been trying to find this um, gillespie manuscript of perth national library of scotland has a copy but they don't have it digitized yet but there's many of these tunes that i've been looking at lately that are in that manuscript so i'm kind of curious if i can ever find it um anyway so uh in burns's setting of it he says that it's called the highlander's lament is the the melody um according supposedly burns just picked the song up off of a quote an old woman in dunblane um end quote but kind of rewrote it to his own taste so obviously the bagpipe setting kind of does things a little bit differently the song doesn't have repeats it just is um verse chorus verse chorus so uh, this is just a real simple take on Melody. Actually, let's before I say that just too fast. Um, this is sort of cool. I'll play this later, because this is this is a later setting. So let's yeah, let's do this. Let's start with Burns. Um, sorry, I'm going to leave this stuff in. I'm generally I listen through and do a polish, but I'm wanting to get this out a little bit faster. So here is um, the Robert Burns setting on whistle for the song, um, and what he calls it is. Uh, my Harry was a gallant gay, but it's clearly, I mean, this is the same song and I'm pretty sure that, um, Burns' popularity is why that it becomes known as Highland Harry back again and those later published sources. So here we go. certainly a lovely melody um so this is donald mcdonald's setting um published in his 1828 collection uh mcdonald calls it a stress bay full stop uh, and you can definitely hear that it really uh, builds in as a stress bay you'll hear later angus MacKay doesn't uh, he leaves it uh, pretty rounded so anyway here is donald mcdonald's uh, highland harry back again on highland pipes Okay. So that's good. It's a good tune. I, I like it. as Donald McDonald. I was just going to play that and kind of have a throwaway. And I was just looking for something to do in, uh, on Mackay's book and saw, Oh, of course. Yeah. Makai has it too. So, uh, Highland Harry back again. No, what McKay does, he plays it straight. So there's not a lot of dotting and cutting, but he has a lot of triplets. Um, well not a lot, but he adds some triplets and I don't know. I, I prefer Donald McDonald's setting. Um, i'm gonna I, I was looking um it's also like i said it's it's known as blue bonnet and a whole new collection i didn't know existed um william gunn's caledonian repository of music i just saw this on the traditional tune archive he has it as a uh, stress bay as well um but he uses a bunch more triplets so i i didn't have time to really mock it up but i'll just play it for you on chanter quick <laughs> Quite do that justice but especially that b part there's so many or the second part uh, there's so many of those triplet runs um i don't know excited to take a little bit more of a look at william gun and see if that's his style is just putting triplets on everything because that'd be pretty gnarly um only including it here because uh i wish i had seen it sooner and had more time to dedicate to it because i think that might be my favorite setting of these two if i had worked that one up um and Gunn calls it a stress bay as well so um yeah calls it a stress bay and calls it the title blue bonnet in gaelic and highland harry in english i think i'm only looking at this at traditional tuner okay? i've got to look at that uh, collection anyway uh so we're going to go out with angus MacKay's setting like I said, I don't know that you'd even call Mackay setting a stress bay. It's certainly playing it a different way. Um, like it's it's got some. It's definitely expressive. Uh, it's it's good. It's good. I'm. It's maybe my least favorite way to play it, <laughs> but it's uh it's interesting to see how different they are. Um, so for context, the Donald Macdonald version is printed in 1828. The Angus MacKay version is printed in 1843, 1843, uh, and the tune I just played, the version I played on Chanter is from 1848, so definitely some pretty, you know, you can see many different schools of thought and approaches to these same tunes in pretty quick succession. So anyway, thanks for listening, and be sure to check out um, the live stream if you want to hear me natter on about... Um, musicians working for fur traders in the interior of Canada. And, uh, I wind up talking about O'Farrell a good amount too, because most of these basically where O'Farrell was performing is the same spot where all these fur traders were trying to sell their furs. So, um, yeah, definitely. Well, hope, I'm hoping that I can upload that, uh, talk to the podcast feed as well, but, uh, We'll see if that happens or not. Like I said, audio recordings vary. So going out with Angus Mackay's Highland Harry back again. Uh, Cheers.